It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It is Friday, November 24th, 2023. I am Shauna. Beckler is away today. He has some family in town, so he's visiting with them. He will be back on Monday, however. We had a fun show, though. Friday is always a little bit loopy. I'm always a little bit tired, so there's some silly stuff going on in the show today. But um, we learned a really cool etymology, actually. Uh, one that also is a good nickname for your, your slammer, for your ham candle. So we'll get to that. We've got some great small-town news headlines. Just really, real good small-town news a really good you can't look cool do it this one justin actually for our midday show he brought to my attention and i was like yeah that 100 and then there was a piece of advice given on the news about what to do to prevent your vehicle from being stolen and it is completely idiotic like it's just a really dumb piece of advice so we'll get to that as well all of that and more after your out of context clip of the show Cool guy taste buds. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I've got another can't look cool doing if I could. This one actually brought to you by Justin. Justin, who of course does midnays on the station here. Uh, but he said, You can't look cool eating hot food. And he meant like food that's on the verge of burning your mouth. He goes, You can't look cool doing that. And I was like, that ain't that the truth. I mean, you can't look cool eating food that's super hot as in spice either, but I think we've actually covered that one before. But eating food that's too hot temperature wise, oh yeah, that's bad too. Because you make all kinds of weird ass sounds, noises with your mouth, right? Like ooh, ah, ooh. Oh, that's ooh, that's hot. You almost sound like you're going into labor at certain, but the worst part, the absolute worst is if you wind up spitting it out after as well. You know what I mean? Like if it's so hot that you actually have to spit it back out, that's the pinnacle of not looking cool. You know, you put it, especially in a restaurant or something like, oh, and then you spit it out and winds up in like the neighbor's soup or something at the next table over. Not cool. You can't look cool doing that. Nope. Even Lenny Kravitz, the coolest man in the world, try and picture him dealing with food that's too hot. You know, he'd start out fine, like, mm, I'm cool guy Lenny, yep. And then he'd take a bite, and be like, ooh, ah, ee, ooh, ooh, my cool guy taste buds, ah, ooh, mm. nope, can't look cool. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I was listening to the news the other day and they were talking about how car theft is up. And uh, we all know this, right? There's a lot more cars getting stolen. They were saying a lot of luxury vehicles are getting stolen and they're targeted right now. And then they had somebody on to discuss some good ideas on how to not get your car stolen. And um, I mean, the, the first one makes sense. OK, I've, I've got the clip here. The first one, uh, logical. The second tip, however, I... I stopped for a second and was like, I'm sorry, what did they just say? Here's the clip. Police say the best method to stop your car from being stolen, if you have one, is to put it out of view inside a garage. Another free method, again, if it's available, is to block the vehicle in with a second, less expensive car. So that last part right there, one more time. Block the vehicle in with a second, less expensive car. I'm sorry, what? I get what they're getting at. They're saying if you have a second vehicle, you should block in your nicer one with your shit box, essentially. I just honestly, I'm like, that's not a real strong idea for most people. You know what I mean? Like most people can't just go and buy another vehicle that is crappier to block in their nice car. Like, honestly, 
No, no, take that old crap. You show up at the dealership. Okay, I'm going to need a bait car so that my better car doesn't get stolen. All right, do you sell bait cars? Where might the bait car section be? If that doesn't work, do you have a vehicle that perhaps I could park in front of mine hoping that yours gets stolen instead of mine? Preferably if it has a shiny sign on it that just says, Steal me! Hey, looky here. I'm the bait car. Mmm, come steal me. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We like to talk about small town news on this radio program. Uh, That is news that you see in the papers. News that makes the papers in small towns. And of course, it's uh, normally a lot more wholesome and a lot more mundane than what you see in the big cities because... Quite frankly, there's not a whole lot going on there, right? So uh, these are real headlines that I have found from different small towns in and around Alberta and uh, beyond, actually. But uh, the first one just kills me because it's talking about a lost and found at the local rink. Yeah, I guess it's a big, big day, the lost and found display day. So they take all the items from the entire season at the local arena and anything that was left there, they put on display. And I guess it's a big party. They got food trucks and balloon animals and everything else. Big, big deal. Uh, So that's what, well, that's going to kick things off today and we'll just get right into it here. Small Town News with Beckler and Shauna. Your top story this evening. Beaver Lodge Minor Hockey is hosting their annual Lost and Found pickup. All items left in the rink this season will be on display from 4 to 9 p.m. It's going to be a party. A food truck will be present. Rex, the cardboard dinosaur, visited the Grand Prairie Regional Recreation Committee after their monthly meeting. It's seriously a cardboard cut out of a dinosaur. Like, it looks like Merle printed out this dinosaur and posted it on cardboard. Like, not a mascot, okay, that's touring around the city. People were excited because this cardboard dinosaur showed up, okay? God bless you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the darts league resumes at the Legion this Sunday. Terry says, quote, I'm in. I love darts. Mostly cigarettes, but this'll do. And that's your small town news for this evening. I'm Shauna Jefferson. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So I'm a big fan of beer. I love craft beer. I love trying new breweries and taste testing beer. And of course, it's huge right now. Craft breweries are everywhere. The amount of craft breweries we have in the city is absolutely insane. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, But I was thinking recently that um, cocktails are becoming a bigger thing as well. Like I found myself perusing into a lot of different fancy cocktail bars now. And part of that is the new phase of these speakeasies that are popping up all over, which is hilarious because they're quote unquote underground private secret places. But I mean, they're, they're not, they just are in that style, which is always kind of fun, like that underground vibe, but they always come with really good cocktails. And I have a few friends who are big into cocktails. They've been showing me around quite a bit as well. But what I've noticed is When it comes to the brewery side of things, there are all of these companies that offer up brewery tours. There's the pedal pub tours. There's the walking brewery tours. There's these bike brewing tours now. But I haven't seen any of that involving cocktails just yet. And you know that lots of people would be down for a cocktail tour around the city as well. Whether it was a walking cocktail tour, you go to the most dense areas of the cocktails tours. I'm thinking this could be my next million dollar idea. I should capitalize on this now before it's an oversaturated market like it is with the brewery tours. I even have a name for it. Okay. 
Because as you know, all the brewery areas, they've got names like, I mean, there's Brewery Flats, the Barley Belt. There's all these clever names for it. There's even the Bermuda Triangle I've discovered recently, which I love as well. Uh, So with the cocktail area for doing a big tour. So, of course, I would love that to have a clever name as well. So I've got it for you. Hear me out here. Okay, ready for it? The Cocktail. What do you think? I'll take you on the Cocktail. Do you? Yeah, no, maybe not. Hey, saying that out loud, maybe... Wouldn't work quite as well, but it's clever, right? The cocktail trail, the cocktail. I need to stop saying that out loud. I don't even know if that's allowed. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. After chatting about that, I got a couple of messages. A lot of people saying that they think it's a genius idea. One person saying the implication of that name is um a little something. Okay, I know. Are I? I'm not gonna lie. I said it, and I knew some of the implications. And then after I said it again, I was like, oh wow, no, that's there's a lot of. A lot of double entendre with that. And then I got this phone call. Shauna, great idea. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing you're not thinking through. Beer takes like a second to pour. Right. Okay. But cocktails are annoying. They take a long time to make. And so one of the biggest downfalls of the brewery tours already is like how long it takes you just to get your one beer. Like if if you're on a Saturday afternoon pedal pub... Like, I've done it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you have to, like, flag down your server after you get your one beer, and then she has to separate your bills. Now, add cocktails on that, because there's, like, depending on where you're going, a ton of steps in making those cocktails. Yeah. So what you want to do is each of these places has a cocktail on special. It's an easy cocktail. That's genius. Yeah. So get them on board. And then, yeah, they, because I was going to say even like have them pre-made, but you can't have them pre-made per se. They just have to be simpler to make is what it needs to be. I think that's actually illegal in Canada or in in Alberta. Really? Like pre-mixed cocktails. I don't know if it still is. It was like when I worked in restaurants. Oh. um, To like have the alcohol pre-mixed because um, like you might not actually get the appropriate mix of alcohol like if they're separating and stuff wow so there are some cocktails that you can get on tap at like craft and stuff like that so I think something has changed or, or they figured out how to make those better but then like if everyone gets like a smoked old fashioned and they have to wait for all the smoking of each old fashioned we're going to be here all day yeah we got to figure out a way to expedite the process for sure I bet you you make this plan each restaurant has a manager who's on board and we'll figure out which cocktails can be real quick. Yeah, we've got to yeah, figure out a way to, to speed this process up. Okay, but I, I like that you like the idea. So we just need to massage it a little bit. We need to massage yeah, yeah. the cocktail I'm and on, then we'll get to I'm it. I'm on board. Okay. I'm on board. Look in for the first one. Well, you know where you can make your own cocktails is the comfort from your own Shane Holmes home. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization, meaning that you could potentially make your own cocktail room. Maybe even your own speakeasy in your own house. This is the type of stuff that you could do with Shane homes and do it a heck of a lot more affordably than most other places so if you're interested in that you just have to go to shanehomes.com shane homes the better way to build the beckler and shauna podcast well i mentioned this in the news but this is just phenomenal the photo radar is going to be removed from the ring road starting december 1st so the idea is to ban cash grabbing radar traps and focus in on places like school zones for example that actually have safety concerns so there are eight photo radar traps that will be removed from the ring road which again i think that's good don't get me wrong if you're speeding in a school zone or construction zone or you know you're going 50 
50 over whatever, you should be penalized as you're truly putting people's safety at risk. But even the province is acknowledging that some of those speed traps in the ring road are truly just to bring in money. So they're saying no to that. So I, I think that's good. What I also find really funny, though, about all this is that the term cash cow has actually become an official term when discussing this issue. Like, these are officially considered cash cow locations. Every headline says province eliminating cash cow radar. So these provincial officials who have very official jargon for everything else are using cash cow in this very official capacity, which I find hilarious. Yes, we're eliminating the locations of the cash cow radar. I hope this trend continues, though. Yes, the province has declared that we're going to rid of the money swine locations. Yes, the coin cattle cameras were out. Yep, they're gone. No, we're eliminating the cheddar heifer radar, okay? Yes, we, the province of Alberta, are eliminating the bovine booty photo radar. We feel the booty of the bovine cameras are being used unfairly. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. As all the Black Friday madness descends upon the city, I would first of all like to give a quick shout out to God be with you, if I could, to all the retail workers that are out there today. A friend of mine works in retail and was like, it's going to be insane. I love you. God bless you. Good luck. Okay. Good luck today, friends. Uh, But also yesterday, it was super weird. I don't know if you noticed this, but the roads were unbelievably quiet all day yesterday. Driving in the morning, the roads were absolutely dead. And in the morning, we often get texts from people who are working or on their way in as well. And it was very quiet on the text line. And then everywhere I had to drive all day long, just super quiet. And then I was chatting with some friends and a bunch of them were talking about how they actually took yesterday off for American Thanksgiving. I mean, really to watch football, obviously, but it's funny. I notice a lot more people are doing that these days just to be able to, you know, hang out at home or I guess go out with friends and watch football all day. And then leading into Black Friday today, people are maybe just taking the entire rest of the week off for this. And it got me thinking Is American Thanksgiving now bigger than Canadian Thanksgiving, even in Canada? Like in the States, American Thanksgiving is massive. In fact, it's bigger than Christmas there. That is proven now. Right now, for American Thanksgiving, it is a busier travel time of year than it is for Christmas in the U.S. All the airlines talk about it. It's like, nope, this, in fact, is busier than Christmas. But it seems like that sentiment is starting to spread to us here a little bit in Canada as well. And I mean, Canadian Thanksgiving just isn't the same here. We don't make a a real big deal of Thanksgiving. Sure, we'll get together with family if, you know, if we can, but it's not even remotely as big. So I'm going to make a prediction. If it's not already, I think within the next few years, American Thanksgiving will be bigger deal here in Canada than our own Canadian version. I'm actually curious now. I'd love to know how many people took yesterday off. Also, it just shows what a massive enterprise the NFL is because let's be honest here. You took the day off to sit in your couch with no pants on, watch football, and stress about your fantasy team. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I said the word slang the other day, and I was like, slang, that's a weird word. Slang. Where did that come from? So I looked into it for you. So uh, the word slang originally became popular by criminals. According to the dictionary, it was used mainly by tramps and thieves. Uh, Their words, not mine. I'm not even sure if... I'm allowed to say tramp on the radio, but here we are. Uh, But I guess it started with a Norwegian phrase, which was slenja kefchen, 
which I'm sure I just completely butchered, but I was trying to sell you on it. How did that? Slenge kitchen. Uh, so that literally translates to sling the jaw, which meant to essentially abuse with words. It had a negative connotation. Slinging the jaw was a negative thing to do. Um, the way we use slang now, though, just means to deliberately use alternate words, right? And it's not necessarily negative words or anything like that. So that became popular in the 19th century. And back then, there was another term that I really enjoy called a slang it's slangwanger, but of course I'm assuming it's in a British accent. A slangwanger. And uh, you used that to reference somebody who was using abusive slang or for a rambling politician. They were slangwangers. You know, people were just slinging words that meant nothing or were negative. Slangwangers. So I'm going to use that going forward. I'm going to start calling people slangwangers. If you're ranting about nothing, I'm going to be like, oh, can you stop slangwanging over there? Somebody on the internet who's ranting, slangwanger. Yep, you're a slangwanger. Also a pretty good alternative term to your ham candle, if you ask me. You're slangwanger. Oh, look at the slangwanger on ham. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Godspeed to the retail workers today as it's Black Friday. And a friend of mine who works in retail was like, it's going to be absolute madness. It really is. I got thinking about this, though, and I was like, you know, the malls are this is the last thing on earth that I would want to do is go and tackle a mall during Black Friday. I don't like crowds like showing up at Costco. I no, no, thank you. Like on a Sunday Costco, that is my idea of a nightmare. So was a mall for Christmas shopping. I just, I hate going into malls. I'm not, I'm just not a mall person. I'm weird that way. I don't like shopping, but it got me thinking. It's like, I think a while back, Beckler and I actually made Christmas shopping sexy because I was talking about how much I dread it and there's a lot of people heading into this and I know a lot of people are going to be braving the malls today because you want those Black Friday deals. I mean, but the economy the way it is, you need the deals. So, well, I decided maybe it's a good time to replay this for you. It's making Christmas shopping sexy. <sighs> Can you wrap my package? I've never done it before. <laughs> Stocking stuffer? I hardly know her. <laughs> that for someone special i hope let me see your big perch ass (laughs) (laughs) this is too big to fit through the front doors pull around back and i'll meet you there (laughs) try parking in the rear there isn't a lot of room but you can squeeze in there get in there I saw who I believe was Santa going for a run yesterday. He had the majestic beard and the white hair. He had it all. He was slightly more svelte, though. Just a small little pot belly. It looks like he's making better lifestyle choices, though, just as all of us are. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, actually, that you never see Santa smoking a pipe anymore. And that's obviously due to the health precautions of smoking. And, I mean probably to do with his newfound cardio routine as well like darting and running don't really go hand in hand and he was going for a run so makes perfect sense he's conditioning though for his busy month ahead do you know how many mall and party appearances santa has to make right now it's right into his busy season not to mention that he has a lot of cookies to eat as well Santa's very mindful of this now, though. He used to dummy all those cookies without worrying about it. He'd just smash them back and be like, that's good. But he's clearly restricting his diet a bit right now as he slimmed down a little just to make sure he's got room for all the cookies come Christmas Eve. wonder if he has any diet restrictions these days. 
Does Santa still drink milk or is he lactose now? You know, I can just imagine you send Santa your Christmas wish list and he sends back a list of dietary restrictions. Actually, I don't do milk anymore. Gives me a bad bum. So almond or oat milk only. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Well, this is the most important part of the week. If not, I mean, our radio program as a whole, really. It is the Friday morning pizza chat brought to you by Atlas Pizza. That digs on me. Oh my god. I think this is a new one and I'm a big fan. Wow, that is just phenomenal. I think these guys are coming up with more. This is just a random thing that we found online. These guys are called the Pizza Collection. I really need to support them more because they... They have like 150 pizza covers that they have done. This is what they've done. This is what they're doing for their life's work, okay? Just unbelievable. Anyway, I have some pizza gift ideas for the pizza lover in your life. Um, I mean, maybe it's a gag gift or maybe you actually have somebody who truly loves pizza and would appreciate these. But I found these and I think I'm going to get back with some of them because they're phenomenal. Uh, first of all, there are pizza band-aids. So they are band-aids that are actually shaped like pizza slices, and they work very effectively, apparently, and you can find pizza band-aids. So if you Google them, you will find those. The next one is the Perfect Pizza Pack, and it's actually Tupperware for pizza. So it's shaped like a slice of pizza, and it's the great thing for all the leftover pizza that you have, right? You can bring it to work, and instead of having a pizza or another type of Tupperware where the pizza slides all in and around there, it keeps it nice and compact in there in your own Tupperware, and it is shaped just like a slice of pizza. And the last one is a pizza candle. Uh, it's actually called Pizza from a Guy Named Joe. Now, when I first read about this, I was a little bit confused because I was like, well, does does Joe smell? Like, d- does Joe have a little B.O. air to him? So is this like a pizza-scented candle mixed with B.O. or what's going on here? Apparently, no. It just smells like pizza. Just really good pizza because it's made by a guy named Joe. Apparently, Joe always makes good pizza. So there you go. It's not a mixture of B.O. and pizza. Don't know why you wouldn't just call it pizza, but here we are, okay? Just more of this, please. I ain't saying she's a gold pizza. Wow. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download it daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.